It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It's Priority Talk. Greg Davis here with you with a crowd of folks here in studio. We'll get to it. Welcome in. Glad to have you with us here on this Thursday evening. Warm Thursday. That's a warm Thursday. Warm Thursday. Nate here. Pastor Paul Brazier here. Man, we got the full team. Stewart's over, over there. Andrew's here. Everybody's here. My goodness. We are glad to be with you, though. All right, 101.1 FM. I know that's where most of you are finding us right now. You can also go to the WXJC radio app. It's a free download, real easy, real quick. You can listen live 24-7. And then also head to our website, PriorityTalkRadio.com. And uh, there you'll find everything to do with our show, including the listen live option. You can just, uh, you know, listen if you're getting out of your car and you want to listen on your mobile, you're headed to the gym, to the ballpark, wherever you may be headed this evening. I bet a lot of folks head to the ballpark. Parents, got kids. As warm as it is, this is a, this will be a big night for yeah, practice. It, it, they're just starting it up, and mm-hmm. uh, there's been a lot of practice going on. We we uh, have a field in the back of the church where a couple leagues practice from time to time. And, yeah. boy, they've been cranking it up. They, got, they brought the lights in because yeah. they want to practice long hours, you know. Yeah. We don't have lights back there, but it's uh, looking really good. Yeah. <laughs> well, wherever you're headed um, – or are you can listen uh, listen live head over to our website and also listen later all of our podcasts are there i think we're caught up on those Stuart. we caught up on the podcast i haven't looked everything up from yesterday and all that kind of stuff yeah good so uh if you missed anything it's there for you and uh we're going to have a new podcast going up as well a new conversation i'll call it that uh, you'll hear it live on the radio tomorrow and um, sometime we'll get it on the podcast either maybe this evening i sent it over your way probably hadn't even seen it yet Stuart. i sent you a uh we had a conversation today i did with karen kingsbury mm-hmm. earlier today it was a zoom interview and we did it sort of independent of the uh the live radio you know somebody like karen kingsbury her you have to take her when you can get her you know kind of deal so uh nate was there though we visited with karen kingsbury earlier today it was a zoom interview so we'll put the video uh up on our facebook page and then we'll uh, we'll let it air tomorrow because that'll give us time to get the audio ready for it. But let me mention, uh, of course, everybody knows Karen Kingsbury, the uh, number one New York Times bestseller. She has sold more books than almost anybody. I mean, I, she she said she stopped counting at 70 books. That's insane. And she sells a lot of them. I mean, wow. big time. I just hope one day to publish one book. Well, I don't even know what that would be like. To, she she sells a lot of books. And, uh, and as I told her, I think of all the people I have on the show – She's probably the top seller, either her, Gary Chapman from the Five Love Languages, or more recently, we've had uh, Jerry Jenkins on twice, you know, the Left Behind oh, yeah, series. Oh, yeah, he's, he's sold a lot, for yeah, sure. He has to. Between those three, they're probably three of the top sellers ever in the Christian, mm-hmm. you know, genre Incredible. of books. So uh, Karen uh, and her son, Tyler, were with me. We did a Zoom interview. You can watch it or listen to it. And uh, her book, A Thousand Tomorrows. Hmm. has been made into a a series, a six-episode series that's going to stream on Pure Flix. And it starts Friday the 24th, tomorrow, is the uh, launch date for it on Pure Flix. And the first two episodes will be available on Friday, and then there'll be one released every uh, every Friday after that. And she has a lot of cool stuff going on with it, uh, some follow-up videos, Bible studies, things you can download, really cool stuff. And um, it's well done by Firm, Sony. Beautiful, really? um, beautiful series. It's got to do with, um, I haven't read the book, but it's got maybe some of you out there have, especially the ladies. They, they read the Karen Kingsbury books. Um, it's, uh, it's got to do with a rodeo and barrel racing and, you know, bull riding, that sort of the setting. So a lot of it's outdoors, you know, with the animals, and it's just really beautiful. And it's got the love story in it. It's got the faith in it. You know, it's just real life. Um, 
and uh, really cool. So uh, check it out, um, and it'll be on starting streaming tomorrow, only on Pure Flix, which is a paid subscription. Do you have Pure Flix? I don't have it yet. Do you have Pure Flix? I don't. I don't we're, either. We're going to it real soon, though. I don't have it. Um, you know, I did one day. I had a call in of just the people to tell me about Pure Flix. You know, any of the listeners, and uh, got real positive, you know, uh, feedback on it. I think it's really good, but I don't have it. But um, that's where it's going to be streaming. You can get a free seven day trial and check it out. Watch the first two episodes and whatever else you want to watch. But it's family friendly, Christian based. You know, clean stuff. You can put the kids down in front of it, and not have to worry about anything. The way Disney used to be. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that. What an idea. <laughs> imagine that. Mm, I can remember coming home from church on Sunday evenings right around 7 o'clock, and we'd rush home, we'd grab a hot dog or two, invite some people over, and we'd watch Lassie, and then we'd turn, then Disney would come on after Lassie. Yeah, that's right. And we'd all cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yeah. And it was all good, wholesome stuff, you know. And Old Yeller. Old Yeller. Is that Disney, yeah. Old Yeller? You know, I think I think they did Is a it? version of Old Yeller. That's yeah. for sure. Can't remember. Of course, Lassie always came oh, on Lassie before. Lassie was big. Yeah. Yeah, you hear, I could hear that girl calling Lassie, Lassie, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. my heart was, was always a smart broken, dog. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that was a smart dog. I wish my dog was that smart. I, I don't know. It seems like the dogs I get are kind of like Balaam's donkey. You know, they, they sit down and they talk back to you. Oh, oh man, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Anyway, we hope everybody's doing well. The weather has just been, uh, well, cloudy, but, man, uh, warmed up. In fact, I had some uh, stuff I got today in the car, and it was sort of some chocolates and things like that. For, <laughs> Toast. For, for tomorrow. No, I thought. <laughs> I left them out there, and then I thought, you know what? They'll melt in that car today. And, yes, I, I, and I went out and got them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got to get them before I leave here. Uh, I, I wore a T-shirt. I still got it on, and I've been sweating all day long. But the weird thing is, I, I was told it was going to rain all day long, and I got my boots on, too, and that didn't help at all. Yeah, it with was, this heat. It was spotty showers, so it yeah. just didn't rain where you are. Yeah. I came through some rain driving today. I got wet once today. or twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I came through some. But it hasn't rained here, I don't think, where, where we're mm-hmm. located. Um, Not on the hot mountain here. <laughs> no, no. I don't think it's rained here at all. Uh, hey, we're glad you're with us, though. And um, Paul and I are going to be here with Nate the first hour, and then uh, Paul and I are bowing out and going to leave it with you in the second hour. So uh, maybe a little bit later we'll let you preview what you're going to talk about. Yeah, you sounds good to me. You know what you're going to talk about yet? I, I do. Okay. So he comes prepared. All right. That's good. Well, see, okay, you say that, and I, I appreciate the compliment, but it's because I don't have the ability that you have to talk naturally about things, and so I have to prepare. I have to have my stuff ready. Talk naturally. We're, that reminded me of a song. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you're able to, you know, pick up things on the fly. You're able to look through yeah. things, and, and you're able to talk easily i have to do that prep well it's just you know when you've been doing it longer it just sort of happens you know i guess i, I mean i do prep i'm prepping all the time it's the yeah. thing I, I don't i don't you know people will ask you know when do you find time to get ready for all those shows because they think about doing one show yeah you know and paul you've done it many times for me if you're going to mm-hmm. come and do one show you do prepare you know what sure. i mean you want to know what you're going to talk about and be ready mm-hmm. and all that but then um when you do it every day you sort of get in the flow of it yeah, you know, it's yeah. like preaching. If you're just gonna preach one time, but if you're preaching all the time, yeah, you it, got a it one system. leads to the next, mm-hmm. and you got a system, and one leads to the mm-hmm. next, and it it's not quite. So when people ask me how do I have time, and I or they say when do you you know prep for all that, and I say I'm prepping right now. Yeah, <laughs> be careful what you say. <laughs> Paul says life is prep. I, I'm prepping yeah. all the time. Yeah, Paul yeah. says pray without ceasing. So you're listening for what God wants you to say. Always all be the time. ready. Always be ready. In season or out of season. That's right. That's your mm-hmm. verse, man. Oh, there you always go. be ready, right? Yeah. Always be ready. Yeah. That's good. So uh, yeah, I, so I'm always preparing. I never stop preparing. It's just always uh, anything I see, hear, read. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have some systems where I save things, and yeah. if I see something, oh, that's interesting. I want to follow up. I've got I've got ways that I sort of categorize mm-hmm. and file and. You know, follow. That's good. You, know, you have to. And or, then something comes up that you have to deal with on on the yeah. radio or I on can hit search. TV or something. And yeah, and if, and if a topic comes up, I've saved things and mm-hmm. I can search and boom, yeah, it's right stuff there. pops up. And I've got con- you know, I've got thoughts on it or it things. helps. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just like anything else when you get in the rhythm of doing it. It's uh it's not actually um, that difficult. You know, a lot of guys think this is like a really hard thing to do, and I always go shh. It's really not. Don't tell anybody though. It's not that. It's not really that hard. Anybody who's used to just extemporaneously speaking, talking, yeah, won't have any problems doing it at all. Yeah. All right, let's take our first break and uh, come back on the other side. We'll hit a little bit early today compared to normal. 
and we'll come back on the other side and uh, continue in with the conversation. Uh, let me let me press the text line though here before we get out. Um, let me um, prep you up for our text line. So get yourself ready. When we come back on the other side, I'll give you the number and I'll give you the instructions, and we want you to join our uh, our direct text line here to the studio. We can text you. You can text us. No one else sees it. It's not a group text. It's just between us here in the studio, me or Nate, and you during the show. So uh, get your phone ready if you're able uh, when we come back from this first break, and I'll give you the number, and I'll give you the instructions, and you can uh, send us a text, and then we'll be connected. All right, will you do that for us? Hang on. We'll be right back. It is Priority Talk. Greg Davis here, Nate Williams, Paul Brazier, full house today. Hang on. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. I'm Lila Rose, president of Live Action and author of Fighting for Life. And you're listening to Priority Talk. And we're back in. It is Priority Talk Radio on this Thursday evening. Hello, everybody. We're glad you are taking some time with us here on uh, this beautiful, warm summer evening spring winter evening what is it it's hard <laughs> no to know idea. man um it's alabama <laughs> yeah i mean it's uh you know we I always i've said this a lot of times on the air but we have new listeners you know i always say we we do have all four seasons in alabama you know it's uh it's, weekly it, well it's well yeah sometimes all in one day but mm-hmm. all four seasons we have it's you know almost summer still summer or no almost summer summer still summer and christmas that's right. Yeah, that's the four seasons. Sounds about right. Yeah. No, you've been from somewhere else. You've you know you you've lived different places. Yeah. But yeah. you like it here. You like I, the. I do like it you here. You like the weather. Uh, I don't now, mean you like it just in that you came here and got married and all that kind of stuff. I just mean, do you like the weather? So with the weather, uh, the answer is no. You not, know, not, I thought n- you did. Not the biggest fan. I am a fan of the beaches though. Yeah. You know, I, I will have to say, I do like a lot the beaches. closer to the beaches here. Yes, uh, but when it comes to the weather, uh, it's it's hot. And it stays hot. Yeah, and that's what I'm it, saying. <laughs> in Maryland, it would get about as hot as here, give or take, but it just wouldn't stay as long. Right. It's like then, our winter. Yeah, it's the <laughs> same thing. And it so, gets cold, but not last long. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So same thing there, yeah. just yeah. flipped. So again, it's, let me get it straight, almost summer. You know that season. Uh-huh. Summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still summer. Yes. Real that, hot fall. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and, and then Christmas season. And then Christmas. And you get Christmas. Yeah. And sometimes we don't even get Christmas. And then sometimes you get it all in one week. Um, all right, Paul, you haven't been here. We've been talking about revival all week, you know, the Asbury revival. Sanford had a measure, you know, Lee, Liberty, um, Cedar Point. Uh, I mean, all kinds of calls. I've even seen, um, I'm not saying this was here. Maybe. I don't know. But I've seen some uh, reports of other states where even high schools mm-hmm. and Christian high schools. Um, other colleges. Just, yeah, other colleges. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's something sort of sweeping. So you and I have not even talked about this. What, mm-hmm. What's been sort of your, you know, earlier in the week I asked people, hey, did your pastor, you texted in on that. Yeah. I said, mm-hmm. did your pastor talk about revival on Sunday? Did he refer to mm-hmm. You know the revivals that are happening. You know, and I use revival in quotes. Use whatever word you want to use. Okay, it's all it comes down to definitions. Yeah. But uh, whatever's happening, did he talk about it? Did he reference it? Did he do something different? Talk to us from a pastoral angle. What, what did you do, and uh, yeah. what's your take on all of this? Well, Sunday when I was right before I was preaching, or, or as I was starting to preach, I mentioned some things in Matthew chapter twenty-four 
where Jesus talks about the growing pains before, right. you know, the revelation and the great tribulation and all that happens. And and some of those things are horrendous things. Uh, you know, you got the earthquakes, and we've had that. Mm-hmm. We even had a repercussion this week, earlier this week in Turkey, yeah. where tens of thousands of others died. So you got 33,000 already dead from a couple weeks ago, and now this has happened again. And so you hear of earthquakes, and, and you and I talked about it back when we lived, were first priority years ago, how earthquakes had really picked up in the yeah. 90s, yeah. and it's still going through. So you got that going on. You've got a lot of wars and rumors of wars going on, but you also hear of revival going on and in that day anybody that calls on the name of the Lord I know some folks cringe at that because they they're from an ism side but but any and in that day anybody who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved the scripture right. says and um, and so there's a lot of things going on revivals um, I, I believe there's a, a great revival going on I think this is part of it um, the neat thing is it, in the middle of all these tragedies that's going on uh, all these bad things is going on God's there and he's providing healing. He's providing uh, consul, you know, peace. Uh, he's also providing guidance and salvation. So the, the neat thing is, is Asbury cranks up. Now, back in the 70s, we were having all kind of problems. Or 60s and, and 1970, we were having problems back then. Uh, a lot of bad things were going on. Wars back then. Vietnam back then. A lot of awful things beginning to change. And all of a sudden, there was a revival at a little college called Asbury uh, College back then. And uh, and honestly, I, I grew up in the Methodist Church, so uh, I knew a, a little bit about that through the years. And uh, that revival lasted for a long time. I've got um, the former uh, president of that college. I've got some of his preaching tapes, and their man, they're spiritual mm-hmm. as, as can be, uh, biblical as can be. And so I told our folks, I said, there's a lot of things going on, and here's what's going on with revival. And I said, I've sensed revival in our church uh, somewhat because there's people volunteering to do things. There's people reading their scriptures. There's people – well, you had – we had Bob Kitchen on here Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. I mean, the guy's dying with cancer, and he spoke again this last Tuesday to our men's group and did a marvelous job. And he spoke at the church. He preached, and, man, the Lord just blessed it. And in his last days, he's wanting to finish strong, and he's on fire for the Lord, and he's grinning, and he's in a lot of pain, but he's not letting it get him down. And so to me, that's a revival kind of spirit that's going on. And so I mentioned that uh, to our church family before I got into the text, and uh, actually it was a lead into the text because I'm in Acts, and all the many things that's going on in Acts, you've got revivals going on in Acts where you know thousands get saved, and then they're going to the persecution. That's where I am now. Persecution is going on. You know, Saul is... You're seeing Stephen Stone and those kind of things. And so I mentioned all these things, and I said, folks, we're living in a time like that. And a very big time like that, where Christians are being put in jail. There's a lot of folks uh, talking about us. It will not surprise me when, you know, for we we might even have to go to jail one day because of what we preach. Sure, you know? sure. And we've already seen evidences of that in, uh, was it Dallas, Texas, where the uh, the mayor was Houston, a, Houston Texas, mm-hmm. female, uh, wanted all the preachers to, to send, the, send their sermon notes the transcripts to them. Of their and I'm like, yeah. I don't keep transcripts, you know. Mm-hmm. I give an outline and I go. You know, mm-hmm. I go through the scriptures and let the Lord speak to me, and I and I keep stay with my outline. But um, she'd have a fit with me. <laughs> but but you know, well, most those things way. are happening, and, and to me, I get ill with people that want to criticize revival because none of us really know what a revival That's exactly is. Right. That's exactly right. You know, right. It, it, only thing we know is spirit and in truth. Mm-hmm. And there's there's some great things that come out of revivals, just like the. Just like I'm about to preach on um, Simon, Simon's going to get saved. He was a, a kind of a sorcerer. He's a sorcerer, the Bible mm-hmm. says. He gets saved, and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit's given to them after he, he comes to, to grips and all. And he wants to buy the Holy Spirit from the disciples. Yep. Yeah, you know, he doesn't understand it, you know. And so, yeah, there's some bad people. When revival happens, it exposes some bad people. And you're going to hear some weird things. But I haven't heard hardly any weird things going on with this revival. Now, I have heard one thing. I don't mean to monopolize, but this is, it blew my mind that there's some people calling the folks at Asbury uh, big-name evangelists and big-name, and they won't mention any names. I'm glad they don't. Big-name evangelists and singers and people like that wanting to get in on the action, mm. and they're being turned away. 
mm-hmm. because yeah. it's, a, it's a thing of God. Yeah. yeah. If you want to get on the action, just show up yeah. and let God lead you to do something, you know. Yeah. Uh, powerful. But what happened in the 70s at Asbury? What happened in the 50s at Asbury? Mm-hmm. What happened in the, even the late 1800s in the, at Asbury? You know, it continues to go on because there's spirit of God, there's repentance, there's humility, there's truth, and the Holy Spirit's just yeah. giving an outpouring. Well, and people get critical of a you know it can happen anywhere sure anywhere we obey god and yeah there's revival <laughs> i've experienced uh, it but, you know, but god i think there are special places mm-hmm. you know we go to israel yeah and we visit special places over there we do and i want to stay a long time yeah and, <laughs> really and, and, and it's different yeah um so there are special places i mean let's just think i mean you know the, the temple was a special place yeah god said mm-hmm. this is where my where i'll be mm-hmm. and so you know he comes he comes and goes as he wills yeah, and uh, manifest himself uh, where he wants, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he's more likely to do it in a place where people are ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he blows his wind when he wants and yeah. how he wants. And so you're right. I, you know, I don't like the criticism either because you're you're right. We don't even really know what it is. We don't know what we don't know. We just know when we experience it yeah. that it's the truth. And is everything going to be perfect that goes on? <laughs> no. No. Everything's not perfect in your church either. Mm-mm. I'm talking to thing. everybody, generally speaking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So is everything going to be done perfectly in order and totally biblically? Mm-hmm. And is everybody that comes and worships and sings and testifies, are they all going to walk out of there and live perfect, righteous lives forever? Probably not. Probably no, not. they're not. But um, but the ones who do leave out of there changed and uh, and give their life to the Lord or find a renewed uh, life in Him or, or receive a calling to ministry or missions or something like that, it'll be a long time before we know the results, That's I think, right. of this. You know, and we'll never fully know the fruit of what, what happens because it, you can't track each person. Like You can't. There uh-huh. could be somebody in that room that was dead to Christ. Mm-hmm. Now they're alive, and who knows what God they will do in their life for That's God. Right. They, well, may, sure. they may raise a godly family. Yeah. They may go and be a missionary. They may be an evangelist that leads millions to Christ. You never know who's gonna, what's going to come out of there. You yeah, don't look, know. Look at the Jesus Revolution movie. I haven't seen it. I've heard clips of it. Look at what all came out of the Jesus Revolution. And I believe Asbury was a big start of that, too. I really do. Back in the 1970s, I think it was part I believe of it. it was a big start it of it. It all sort of happened in one Just wave. Just a big wave. And yeah. I don't know what exactly, you know, day, what happened on this day and that day and this day. Yeah, only but, God knows that. But um, I think this will be the same way. Mm-hmm. We'll look back on it, and this all just sort of happened at the same time. Yeah. Like that did. That's right. You know, I, I, you know, the Jesus Revolution, I think, was more, it started more in the late 60s. Yeah. Then the Asbury was the 70s. Mm-hmm. But it's all the but same wave. But it went wave. through the 70s, it you did. know. And it's all the same mm-hmm. wave. It's all the same mm-hmm. movement. And things don't happen, um, you know, all in a, in a perfect, tidy order where yeah. we can outline it. You know, here's here's exactly how it happened. Because it's happening everywhere, all over, with different people yeah. and different phases and different, uh, you know. Uh, so you can't you can't contain it. You can't no. control it. You can't. You can't, uh, you know, make it happen. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I, I do get tired of the cri- of everybody being so critical. As well. Oh, yeah. Now, if I see is it so- biblical? Yeah. And if I see something <laughs> like, specifically on, that I feel like is out of line, would I say sure. that's out of line? Sure. But sure. I'm not going to criticize the whole thing over that. Yeah. Things are going to happen that aren't right. We're mm-hmm. sinful. Yeah, well, they said Jesus wasn't biblical. He healed on the Sabbath. Yeah, you're right. And I think Jesus could do whatever he wants to do. You're right. You know, and and a lot of these guys are walking around with their their biblical ruler out, and they don't realize how broad their biblical ruler is and how deep it is. You know, and and they need to be fearful of what they're doing when they're critical. You just need to go, okay. I'm praying about it, and I hope it's a real thing. Yeah. And and it's almost like some people hope it's not. Yeah, they want to be seen as. A little more righteous than others, I yeah, guess. I think so. But there's no big, you know, there's no big uh, what's it, tier in righteousness. It, we're all in need of it, and Jesus gives it. Well, the ground is flat. The ground yeah. is level at the foot of the cross. Yeah, he he forgives us and puts yeah. his righteousness on us. You or know? it's like you know, it didn't happen the way I thought it was going to. It didn't happen at my yeah. place or in my yeah. circle, and so I'm gonna be real critical of yeah. it. And That's I'll, what the Pharisees were saying. I'm gonna wait. And see. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I'm yeah. gonna wait and see. Yeah. Okay, I'm fine to wait and see what the fruit is of it, but I'm going to enjoy it while it's here as well. Sure. And I, I'm and you know, if nothing else, it's got us it's got more people talking about uh 
you know, the Lord. It's got more people talking about, uh, you know, the gifts of the Spirit. It's got more yeah. people talking about worshiping. It's got more people talking about repentance and confession. Big time and repentance. People mm-hmm. are talking about it, brokenness. And yeah. they're all over television. They're seeing people flat on their face, prostrate before God. Uh, that's prostate, not prostrate. There you go. Uh, yeah. uh, prostrate before God. Um, and so that's a good thing, you know? So, um, yeah, we've got to be real careful. It takes no size to criticize. That's right. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And Jesus Revolution, we'll talk about that when we come back. Um, but let me give out this text number. Some of you getting frustrated because I forgot when we came back. <laughs> All right, here it is. Get your phone out. Be ready. Here we go. 202-249-5592. And just send a message that says PTR. One time. PTR and hit send. You'll get a reply message back, and that will let you know you're connected to us. Uh, here in studio and uh, we can see your messages and we can reply if we need to and sometimes we do sometimes we don't it's just it just depends uh we can't reply to every message we we get we get some so we you know it's hard but we will reply when needed but we do see them i promise you 202-249-5592 and the message ptr hit send and uh, we will get that you'll see the uh, the reply message and that lets you know if you don't get the reply message then i don't know what you did so just just make sure you get the hey thanks for listening what's it say hey thanks for listening to priority talk something like that uh, uh, yeah something, something to that like effect that. you'll know you're connected to priority talk all right um that's what you're listening to it's priority talk greg davis here with you nate williams here as well nate we didn't let you talk much i, I enjoy listening i don't <laughs> mind and paul brazier's here with us and uh, paul and i'll be here until the top of the hour then we've got to uh, slide out and Nate's going to take it. You better save save it up for second hour. Uh, yes, Nate, I'm just I'm just uh, charging. Nate's I'm got charging to show right now. second Feel hour today, and uh, then uh, we'll be back in tomorrow on Friday, ready to roll again. And Karen Kingsbury, our special guest tomorrow. You'll hear that interview. I've already done it, but you'll hear it tomorrow on Friday. All right, hang on for us. It's bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me, greg at priorityTalkRadio.com, and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, greg at priorityTalkRadio.com, for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Hey, Priority Talk listeners. Care to make a quick comment or ask a question for Greg on the air? Send the code PTR to the number 202-249-5592 to join the show's text line where you can communicate with Greg during the show. That's 202-249-5592 and send the letters PTR. Thanks for listening. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... My life be like, 
Priority Talk Radio. Greg Davis here, Nate Williams, Pastor Paul Brazier. We got sort of a little roundtable going on here, um, talking about all kinds of stuff, and uh, we're glad to be with you. Our text number, here it is again, if you if you missed it or when. I'm not sure if I got it right or I didn't get the message. Here it is again, 202-249-5592. And uh, type in the letters PTR to, in the message and hit send, 202-249-5592. And, Nate, I always try to remind them that's on the website as well. Yes, it is. You got it there. PriorityTalkRadio.com. All you got to do is go to the website, and the text line is there. So if you're out driving around, go check out the website. And uh, you can you can handle it. And also our call-in numbers there. If you ever decide you want to call the show and you can't remember the number, it's there, right on the homepage. Podcasts are there as well. Social media is there. Our sponsors, our advertisers are there. Yes, they are. Uh, what else is there? Uh, uh, show notes. Show there. notes. Yeah. And so we we have a lot of great guests on. We uh, they they'll have books. They'll be yeah. doing things. And so if you're ever curious, like oh, how can I get to their website? That book can sounded I get to interesting. Their... Yeah. What was it? Yeah. Go yeah. To their exactly right. Uh, it's on show notes. Yep. And and we do a pretty good job on social media as well. So. Look, no excuse not to be able to follow the show. When I started doing this in 2011, uh, hardly none of this was possible. You know what I mean? Really, it yeah. was out of our reach, it, it, what was possible. So it's amazing to me now all the different uh, ways to connect and keep up and follow. It's almost overwhelming, honestly. Um, okay, I haven't talked about this all week, but uh, I want to see if we can bring a little levity or bigger picture to this. Um, I did talk about it when it first happened. And that's the tragic, senseless murder of the uh, the young lady in Tuscaloosa. Um, that um, uh, Brianna is it Taylor? I think it is. I, is that right? Starts with nail. I think oh, uh, no. That's a that, that's Brianna a Taylor was that's, someone else. That's the uh, Wisconsin. I'm sorry, I got them yeah. mixed up. It's, I had her name. I can't I was say her name. I can't pronounce today. her name. Starts with nail. Um, I don't. So anyway, just an absolute tragedy senseless tragedy no reason for it yeah um and of course um you know i i said then there's she's the ultimate loser and her son and her family because she lost her life yeah but there are absolutely nothing good about it no nowhere and if you see something good in it as in you think a basketball team might be weakened by it Boy, you you got problems. Yeesh. That, that that's not even, you know, shouldn't even be a thought. No. Um, the thing I said, Paul, when it happened. One thing. Is it, it happened at like three or four o'clock in the morning, out on the strip, been in yeah. a bar. Mm. Okay. Now look, nobody deserves to die to be murdered. There's no excuse for that. But at the same time, nothing good's going to happen. That's right out in the middle of the night at a bar on the strip nothing good happens nothing have that talk with your kids have that talk with your college students there's there's just no reason Uh, nothing positive can come of that only bad only tragic you know best case scenario um, nothing good happens worst case scenario something like this happens yeah yeah. So, uh, you know, all of them were just, uh, I'm not saying they were necessarily, uh, you know, doing anything uh, wrong, but they were just in, in a wrong place, you know? Yeah. Um, wrong. And, and, all in the way middle around. of the night. And you can get murdered anytime. I get that. But it's much more likely to happen. Crime mm-hmm. happens, but it's much more likely to happen at night. Late at night, people's passions are high. They're and they're drunk. They're exactly that's, that's what, the case. And, and I got I don't a feeling that's part of this. It, well, they were they were at a bar. And by so. the way, her name was Jamia Janae Harris. Jamia Janae Harris. And I apologize it. for not getting that right. Yeah. I should have gotten that. But I'm I'm 63 almost, and I, and Jamea. my brain that's right kind of doesn't go all the way up. I didn't get it exactly. That just right. breaks my heart that somebody dies. Yeah, and then she's it's got horrible. A five-year-old son. Got a five-year-old. It's absolutely and it's just awful. And um, to me. Um, I, I just wish people would let um, what, due process take over. That's where we're uh, at. The now. prognostication is is, I mean, from the sports shows to whatever. Uh, I'm not taking up for Alabama. I grew up an Alabama fan. I'm a UAB fan too. And but I'm I'm not taking up for any of the things that's that's happened. You got to remember, they're basketball players. They're 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 coaches. And when something like this happens, nobody knows what to do. 
Mm-hmm. Nobody does. Uh, the The deceased family is going through all sorts of feelings and hurt and pain. Um, the, Paul, you've ministered to families. Oh, that have lost sure. Tragic. Yeah. God called me into the ministry because of one of my former students, a youth pastor that I was a youth pastor of, was was murdered because she was doing ministry, and mm-hmm. uh, um, and God called me full time out of my vocational ministry because of that. And there's so many feelings and anger and emotions and hurts and fear and and, and all. And and right now, I think people just need to say we're praying about it. You know, they it's, it's fine to acknowledge it. You know, I mean, you have to. You know, yeah. that somebody lost their life. That's a God-given gift that somebody took from somebody else. Yeah, and, and the two men and, who seem to be most directly responsible were immediately arrested and have been in jail yeah. ever since. Mm-hmm. But at this hearing this week, it came out more that the other player, that actually is a frontline player for Alabama, one of the best mm-hmm. in the country. Yeah. Um, what, what, we didn't even know he was even there or associated with it no, we didn't. until the hearing this week. They didn't know any of that. Mm-hmm. And now to find out that he had been out with them. And, or he uh, came and, back or something. Yeah, well, the way I understood it back. was he, uh, he had been with them, and they were going to go in this bar. You know, Again, it's 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, okay? Yeah. You know, just not a wise place, not a wise thing no. to be doing. And uh, I guess it goes back to that whole thing. It's not if it's right or wrong. Is it the wise thing to do? Yeah. And this was not wise on any no. other part. Mm-mm. So he didn't want to wait in the long line to get in the bar, so he left. Yeah. And he drove. And apparently the uh, the other guy had left his gun in the car because he couldn't mm-hmm. take it in the bar. And then yeah. so when all this sort of happened, um, which was stupid for everything you can hear about it. Not oh, supposed yeah. to use that word, but that's what it was. It was. Stupid. Um he called him and asked him to come back that he or he texted him that he needed his gun that he for he i, I don't know if he intimated well, I've heard it was different for things on that i heard that he's texted him to come back and then somebody added about the gun and i heard that did. the gun wasn't there and uh um, well that's part of the problem i heard we don't know everything the the, the one that she, and like I said, i'm not trying to offend him i'm just saying i heard that the miller kid didn't even know it was in the car mm-hmm. and so he just came back to pick him up and then they said there was a text that he may or may not have read and yeah. but the weird thing is is all this information is out in the public it should have never got out there yeah it should well, have stayed it was public in the hearing it was yeah. until they went to a hearing yeah and then then more of it came out but the problem is they only shared just enough to get the that's indictment. right yeah. you know to get the judge to move forward with it yeah so we don't know everything we don't know all the details we don't know why he set some out and some the other way and and you know what do you do if you're a coach and, and again i'm not defending the coach what do you do if you got some and they said there were other kids yeah. out there too yeah. other young men out there yeah. of course there were other folks from other walks of life out there you know well, and obviously the, the guy who too. pulled the trigger he got arrested he's not playing ball okay yeah. he's in jail it, but the others until you know you know it, it you don't you can't ruin somebody's life over something that they're not guilty of. Yeah, you don't know if they didn't defend her know. or if they, if they were afraid because it got waved at them. You, you don't, don't know. You don't anything. know. So you have you to know. wait on things and to so, uh, to play out. Yeah, and I hate that that somebody these reporters are going and interviewing the family. Right. You know, to me, I just think they need to be prayed over a whole yeah. lot because I've seen what families go through, yeah. I've, and I felt like family when I went through this issue with me. And man, what they need is time and prayer. And in scriptures that will help them direct their their words and their thoughts, and because you can get drugged down a trail and and you can start believing a perception is not true, and next thing you know, you've your whole life's become more bitter than it, yeah. it's already bad enough, you know, right. and it just just sucks the whole yeah. life out of you. Well, you know? and let's say a lot of this has got to do with sport. Yeah, if if Alabama wasn't really good, and and right now at the top of the top of the nation. Oh yeah. And this guy wasn't the best player on the team and probably one of the very best in the whole country. This wouldn't be getting nearly the attention it's getting. And that's the shame of it. That is the shame of it. People get murdered all the time, senselessly, and they don't get this attention. And the judge even said that in the hearing the other day I heard. She said, hey, we have other murders besides this one because all the media that was there. And she said, you know, we do this all the time. Where are you then? Yeah. Bringing attention to the issue, you know. Wow. You know, highlighting how this happened and Mm -hmm. how we can stop it in the future by recognizing what happened. Exactly. Um, But, um, you know, this this whole out out all night long, man. Yeah. And parents, if you're listening to us, teach your kids. Nothing good happens after 12 o'clock. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing really does really good happens at all, unless you're at a youth lock-in and they're swimming all night long, yeah. and you got plenty <laughs> of counselors around yeah. and all that. And know who but, you're around, man. Yeah, and, and know who they're around. You know, you become like the people you you hang around with. Exactly. Yeah, and, that's uh, what happens. You know, here's Miller. He's a freshman. This other guy was an upperclassman, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he's he's with him. And you know, I, I don't know if there were any indications. You know. I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a gun if you've got a legal, mm-hmm. you know, if you're carrying it legally. Now you don't have to have a permit yeah. unless you're, you know, unless you are disqualified from carrying one. Yeah. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a gun. Yeah. Uh, but well, you got to be careful who you're around because you can quickly guns. get associated with something um, that can ruin your life. Mm-hmm. Run yeah. your reputation. You can quickly get associated mm-hmm. with something even if you did nothing wrong. And even worse than that. You're ruining uh, the life of a five-year-old boy yeah. and his mm-hmm. parents. I mean that that right there. I can. I've seen parents that were in their shoes go through yeah, it. Senseless tragedy. And it's, it hurts steep. Text us if you've got thoughts. We're not going to take phone calls on it because we don't want to be like everybody else and just get crazy, you know, comments and things like that. There's no reason for us to do that. Uh, I'm not going to do that. But uh, if you want to text us your your thoughts, I'd love to read them. Two zero two two four nine five five nine two. PTR. To 202-249-5592. We'll be right back. Priority Talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at .edison.com. I'm Evangelist Alveda King and you're listening to Priority Talk. And we return as uh, we wrap up hour number one. And uh, Paul and I got to slide out. Nate's going to take hour number two. Before we get to uh, six o'clock, we'll let you know what he's going to be talking about next hour. So hang on for that. But, um, you know, this, we'll sort of, well, we'll do it in a minute. I was going to say we'll move off. But, uh, you know, the Nate Oates comments, you know. Yeah. You know, he, 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 that guy has been, I got to say, he has said everything just right, really, since this began. You know what I mean? He has been so, our, we're with the, the, the victim, the family. Uh, he always says that, mm-hmm. you know, our, we're Torah, we've been praying for the family, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then you slip up and say one thing that doesn't come out well. Not he and he said not even knowing all the story because he had not heard the hearing he was in yeah. practice, and man you just get roasted, yeah, and uh, you know it just goes mm-hmm. to show you know you can do you can do right, ninety nine percent of the time, and the one percent can bite you, yep mm-hmm. the small things it's, it's those little things we've got to always try to work on but you know people it, it also shows you what people are looking for. Yeah, I think um, this may help with uh, when when Nate comes on full time. <laughs> I'm not talking full time. I'm talking about the next hour. Next, next hour, yep. So, uh, but when it's you, uh, but to me, I, I think of the scripture in Matthew six where it says, "Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things be added unto yeah. you." People mm-hmm. are seeking after a lot of stuff nowadays. They're seeking for justice. They're seeking for. Uh, and which you know you want to seek for justice. They're seeking for truth. They're seeking for answers. They're seeking for notoriety. They're they're seeking to prove somebody as less um, than than who they are, and uh, and to me, if we seek God, we're going to find out that we need to be pretty humble, and and we don't have the answers, and He does, and, and you know, and, and God gives us peace. All these other things we seek after doesn't bring peace; it brings strife, and anger, and hate, and confusion, and confusion leads to all kind of behaviors and things that are ungodly. And, uh, and of course, we know Satan's the author of confusion. So, anyway, I get to preaching real quick. Y'all got y'all got to jump in here and stop me, okay? Or, I had oh, some good I'll stuff. Yeah. But to mind. me, we got to seek that. That's what we yeah. got to seek. It, like yesterday was Seek Week at um, at Odenville Middle School, and we've had twenty saved, but over twenty saved every time we've done a Seek Week there. This week we only had seven, but we've 
you know, but we've we've already had 60 of those folks saved or over 60. And, and we were seeking the lost people and we knew they were seeking after Jesus. And and those people, uh, a young man, get this, Greg, we, I finally got the kids to do a seek week where no adults spoke. And the young guy that's leading the singing, he stepped up. He's like a sixth or seventh grader he stepped up played sang the the thing and then he went he went through the little abc thing mm-hmm. admit believe and confess you know and talked about the gospel and and all and 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 seven kids picked up cards saying they made a decision and and to me people are seeking after jesus and that's what the revival's about in asbury but all these bad things that's going on we've got to seek what god wants us to learn out of this mm-hmm. um you know what God wants us to a discipline that God wants us to learn and to be a disciple of Him and um and uh, to me seeking God is everything. Well, you, you mentioned righteousness, which is just right standing or right living, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like everybody's talking about what they did wrong. Well, what they do right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where's the righteousness at mm-hmm. in that situation? And there's there's not really oh, there's yeah. not any, you know. In that situation, that, None that, at all. That, that, that episode. The greatest thing the family will find is if they can learn to walk down the road of righteousness, meaning receiving God's righteousness. Uh, I remember talking to um, the family I was talking about earlier who, whose daughter was murdered. I said, you know, the thing that I'm learning, I got in the scriptures myself because I was hurting. I led the little girl to, to Jesus when she was in third grade, and she was 22 years old, and she was doing prison ministry just like we did when I was when I had the when I was in charge of the youth group. We'd go to a youth prison, and she just kept doing that kind of thing. And two of the boys that was at the prison came and took her life. And I told the family, I said, we've got to get to the point to where we can forgive them and pray that God will save them. And if we don't, bitterness is going to eat us up. Her mama did that. Her mm-hmm. mama just passed away a year or two ago, but uh, she, her mother got to that point, and her sisters got to that point, and, and when they went to the execution of that young man, they were praying that they'd hear something that he had given his life to the Lord. Mm-hmm. They, we didn't really hear anything. We walk away, and you feel like you've been sucker punched, but by the same token, the family went not to see him die. They went to, wanted to hear that he had found life in Christ. And so they'd come to that point, which that's what the victim would have wanted. Jodin was in that uh, jail working in the, with those young people in that jail, so they'd come to know Christ. And then she lost her life because some of them found where she lived and looked her, looked her up. But Jodin would have wanted them saved. And, and to me, when you do that, uh, that's powerful. You know, Jeremiah Castile's brother was killed. And Jeremiah was speaking at a prison and got to meet the guy, led him to the Lord. And they have a relationship now. That's and incredible. Can you believe that? You wow. know, so hate is turned to love, and and you know when Christ comes in there, if we're seeking Him, all of a sudden there's healing in places we'd never believe there would be healing. Hmm. And so, uh, to, that's to me that's revival. That's revival. We're back to where we started to begin with. But yeah. but that to me there's some great great learning and seeking after the Lord and always doing that. Well, yeah, righteousness. That's where you started. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think that's what we need to be mm-hmm. seeking. Not, and that's what you talk to your kids about. Not just stay out of wrong, stay out of trouble. Yeah, that don't really work. Mm-hmm. Go after something. Yeah, don't go after the standard. Go after righteousness. And the standard's Jesus. Yeah, go after something, not mm-hmm. just avoid something. Yeah. Um, and so that's what we should be talking. Because you know, hey, don't do anything wrong, or don't do anything I wouldn't do, or don't do anything stupid. Well, okay, yeah. I get what you're saying. Do as I say, but not as I do. But sometimes. How, but how so, about yeah. tell them, hey, live right. Yeah, walk right. right. Walk right. And when you mess up, ask God to forgive you, and he'll put his righteousness on you. Yeah. You know, and you yeah. can you can get up and have that uh, confidence. A, you know, you don't want to blame parents for what their kids do when they're of age. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but uh, th- these are teachable moments, though, I think, yeah. with our kids to go, you know, look what happened here. This is absolutely senseless, yeah. horrible. And, uh, you know, um, be careful who you're with. Mm-hmm. Know who's got what in your car. Yeah, you know, have the, you got to have these conversations. Yeah, um, I don't know if Miller knew that he had the gun or didn't have. I don't know. Nobody knows. But uh, nobody. But, you know, know, know the kind of people you're with, and uh, you know, is everything always going to work out perfect? Or are they going to be? Tra- yeah, there are, but boy, yeah, you can sure help keep yourself out of some of this by just making wise decisions. Yeah. You said something key. If you don't mind me just saying this real quick, I, I can do this quick. Um, Go ahead. But you said you know who to blame those kind of things when. That young lady 
lost her life in my life. When Jody Ann Campbell lost her life, she is a senseless murder. When she died, I got mad at the boys that did it. I got mad at their parents for doing a sorry job. I got mad at the teachers in the area for not reaching those kids. I got mad at the coaches for not getting them involved in sports. Mm-hmm. I got mad at the churches for not reaching those kids for Jesus. Yeah. And when I got to that point, God said, that's you. You're doing a fishbowl liturgical ministry. And it's a decent ministry just for those that come. But I want you out on the streets. I want you finding people that are in the schools that are lost. And I want you to share the gospel so that this stuff will be minimized and taken away. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started looking around in First Party. God used First Party to call me full-time in the ministry. I left mm-hmm. accounting. I left a bivocational youth job and went with First Party. And, and so that's the motivation behind what I'm wanting to share for for these people what we need to be as a christian as christians we need to be praying for the families to find that kind of redemption that kind of solace and that kind of uh jesus to help us through these times yeah amen amen that's right um it's, it is a horrible situation and and unfortunately all the conjecture and tying it into sport and you know rivals and all that kind of stuff just takes it into the trash quite honestly yeah um you know, there, there's a balance there, you know, uh, and, and, you know, somebody wrote a, or, you know, how does somebody get their reputation back? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's what something like this can cost you, even if you're, even, even if you are in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I don't know if he was or not. I don't, we don't know what he did. Okay. Yeah. But if you are in the wrong place at the wrong time and something goes down, you get associated with it. You, you do lose your reputation sure and, and you, and it's a very difficult thing to get back. So, um, it's a sad situation. It really is. And it's, it's just a shame that our world's to that point. Um, and um, anyway, just be in prayer for those families, yeah. all of them involved. And, look, and the, these players and these ones that committed the murder, they've got families too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, you can't feel sorry for them like you feel sorry for the one that lost their family. But Oh, yeah. I mean, but still, it's just there's not a winner and nothing good comes of it. Mm. Um, Outside of Jesus, there's no winners. Nate, no. where are you taking us next hour? Next hour, we're just going to continue to talk about a little bit, you know, morality, where the culture's heading, some developments with uh, uh, health issues regarding transgender ideology and uh, Canada's made program, physician-assisted suicide. So just as we head culturally in a certain direction, just uh, where it's heading, uh, where it's leading us. All right. So culture with Nate coming up next Thursday. Next Thursday. Coming up today. <laughs> You're yes. on, thir- on Thursday, not next Thursday. Second on hour. Thursday. Second hour from 6 until 7. All righty. Um, well, Paul and I have got to step out, and uh, Nate's got it. So uh, let's uh, get to the top of the hour, and uh, he'll be right back after the news. It's PriorityTalkRadio.com right here on WXJC Radio, and uh, I'll be back in on Friday for the full show. All right? Everybody, hang tight. If you're able to stay with us, a whole other hour yet to come. <laughs> 